The Israeli army, the, the IDF, has recently announced some major changes in the way that they're going to be training their soldiers for modern warfare, specifically for the type of warfare that we're facing here in the Middle East from our enemies surrounding us here in Israel. They've also announced that for the first time in a long time, they're going to be building a new facility, an incredible facility, high-tech as well as low-tech, where our army is going to be able to train for fighting off the threats that we're facing now. I'm going to take you inside this, this, this new place, these new plans, these new methods, and, and share with you a little bit about what's happening here. It's pretty exciting. The, our, our army has always used really advanced simulators for, for their training, but, but they're taking it to a new level now. They've, they, they've, uh, they've procured a whole bunch of, of really new advanced training simulators and and they're building a massive new urban training base that that has underground facilities for the anti-tunnel warfare and and uh, and also above ground facilities for the uh, for the more traditional the the more old-fashioned if you will type of type of above ground battle you, you all know that that in this past war with with Hamas last year, one of the big challenges that the Israeli army faced was the tunnels, a massive, massive network of tunnels that were dug from Gaza into Israel. What Hamas did, the Palestinian terrorist organization Hamas that's currently ruling in Gaza, the, the, (laughs) the place that used to be Israel conquered it when they were attacking us from there and and we built beautiful communities there and 11 years ago under the leadership of of Ariel Sharon we decided well you know we really want peace with the Palestinians if we would just give up the occupation We'll, we'll, we'll move out of the occupied territory we'll try a few areas experimentally we'll try Jericho we'll try a few communities in the northern Shamron and we will try completely unoccupying Gaza. Well, we all know how well that turned out. Not. I mean, no more occupation in Gaza, but it was rapidly taken over by Hamas, the terrorists, and not only have they been launching missiles at Israel from there, but their their new method is to dig this network of tunnels, underground tunnels. I mean, we're not talking like little crawls, but we're talking like, like subway railroad-sized tunnels, you know, where they can bring, like, heavy equipment, they can bring vehicles through these tunnels, and they, they had them opening up into open areas in Israel, they had them opening up inside communities in Israel. They actually, they actually popped out of these tunnels and grabbed Israeli soldiers in one incident. So, so this, is a, this is a major challenge, and so we hadn't quite figured it out. And, and we kind of did it on the fly there. Obviously, we ended up, we, we did okay. We, we knocked them back. I, I can't say that we defeated Hamas and Gaza. They're still there. And they're still hijacking the building supplies. And instead of building hospitals and schools and factories and apartment buildings, they take the concrete, they take the reinforcing steel, they take all the building supplies, which are supposedly being blockaded 
from Gaza, which, by the way, is not. They take these they take these building supplies, and instead of building for their people a positive life for their people, they use them to build these terror tunnels to to tunnel under the border between Gaza and Israel, and and, and to enable their terrorist monsters, their terrorist army, to pop up in the middle of Israel and wreak all kinds of havoc there. And so, so the part of the of the emphasis part of the thrust the new methods the new technology the new training that our army the israeli army is 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 undergoing and will be undergoing has to do with dealing with these tunnels and in this new in this new training base that 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 we're building up north is is going to have an above ground component and a below ground component so that our army can actually train in these tunnels both both real and simulated. Pretty neat, pretty incredible. Marty Roberts here, The Marty Roberts Show. We are broadcasting, recording live from Israel, and uh, we are hosted on the website, which we urge you to visit, Marty Roberts Blog. Dot com. All kinds of good stuff there to do. We'll tell you more about that later. But do visit the website, martyrobertsblog.com. So, so this new training center is being managed by the, the IDF Ground Forces Command. We, we have kind of a, there's a, that's kind of a conglomerate that, that includes, a, it includes a artillery, it includes tanks, it, it includes a, includes uh, infantry and they're although they're separate divisions in the Israeli army they also come under an umbrella command of the uh, of the ground forces command and and they're, they I have to admit you know thank you we're getting we're getting some help uh, a military grant aid that uh, that that is including the the, the construction and, and the development of this new training base in the Golan Heights and uh, look, look, it's not—we're not talking charity here. The no country benefits more from the advances that we make in our warfare methods, in the technology, in, in the in the in the battlefield methods, and the training of our soldiers. No one, no one benefits more than us, except for maybe the United States, who then is able to adapt and adopt the technology and the methods and, and use it, integrate it into their armed forces. So, so as I said, this, um, this new base, is, it's, it's being named after a, a tributary of the Jordan River, the Sneer. It's, it's going to be called the Sneer Training Base. It's up in the Golan Heights, in the very, very northern part of Israel, which, which in and of itself is kind of a big change. The, these type of bases and, and the current urban warfare training bases is, is, is in the south of the country, down here in the Negev Desert, in, in the center of the country, at, at other bases. And, and as I said, it's actually a city on top of a city that has that has sophisticated instrumentation. It has, it has simulators and, and also a, a lot of live fire opportunities. And, and so, so the soldiers can train using live fire above ground and underground. And uh, and see, so it's a combination. You know, they use they use like the the laser kind of kind of weapons. You know, that are not 
They're not really shooting ammunition. They use those things, the, the simulating type weapons, but it's not the same as actually firing the live bullets. So, so this new base has the opportunity for, for a lot of live fire as well. And, and we're, we're, we're taking some ideas as well from the, 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 the United States Army's National Training Center in Fort Irwin, California, but, but ours is going to be uh, even bigger and, 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 and much bigger, much bigger and much more advanced than than the Israeli Army's 13-year-old Mala urban operations facility in the, in, in the Negev Desert. That, that's where traditionally our soldiers have gone, and they, they go as a part of their training, and it's, uh, like, like, it, they're, it's like a Hollywood set of, of the type of villages and cities that our army has to operate in. And, and as I said, it's down here in, in the Negev Desert, but uh, now, now they're going to be doing a similar thing up in the north in the in, in the Golan Heights and uh, they're expecting they want it to be fully operational in 2017 and the, so the uh, the, the uh, Major General Guy Tsur said we're building a huge infrastructure and also a downsized version with everything we need to simulate a big city and so so the uh, the initial units are going to be training there as early as next year with it going fully online on 2017 and so they said that that in recent months the uh, the israeli contractors with some help and support from the us army corps of engineers they've du- they've dug out on this new sneer base in the golan heights tunnels that that replicate replicate the uh, underground labyrinth that hamas Used against us in the Gaza War that began in in July 2014, and uh, that that in and of itself, I mean, we're, we're talking like a like like underground cities, these tunnels that Hamas built down there. So we're going to simulate them up there and make our soldiers more prepared to defeat that threat. So the new base is going to have entire areas for live fire training as well. As I said, there's no, there's no there's no substitute for the real thing. We need to train the way we fight, said uh, said Sor. Brigadier General Einav Shalev, who's the head of the ground force training and doctrine, said that the long term plans also call for Sneer to be supported by more than 10 companies of red team operatives whose job is to challenge Israeli maneuvering forces through terror, tunnel-based ambushes, and other methods of guerrilla warfare. Imagine that, you know, you go, you go in the Israeli army, you do your service on one of the red teams. That means you're like a fake enemy. You get trained to fight like the way Israel's enemies fight. You get trained like to be a terrorist, like to be a, a Hamas guy, or to be like a, a Syrian army guy, or an Iranian army, Iraqi army. And that, that, that's your job. And there's going to be 10 entire, 10 entire uh, what, what was the unit size? Companies, company size of these red operatives whose whole job will be to simulate the enemy and our soldiers in training will fight against them. Imagine tanks or armored vehicles maneuvering through the streets, which are suddenly confronted by 30 to 40 guys 
acting as well-armed terrorists. Those are the conditions we intend to create at Sneer, one officer said. And Shalev said, the new underground training city is just one, albeit the most ambitious of the Israeli facilities that are being built or upgraded for this uh, advanced training. In, in an interview last week, he, he said that the ground, ground forces is completing its first comprehensive restructuring of live fire test ranges since 1998, with, with some state slated for closure and others designated for physical and technological upgrades. He said in the Golan Heights, we're dedicating tens of millions of shekels on what bases to evacuate and what bases to expand. And, and, and in parallel, we're building lots of new structures which will disperse to, to those built-up bases. He said, when you travel around the country, you'll notice that there's tractors everywhere. It, it, it's all part of our multi-year plan to elevate training and simulation to new heights. See, Israeli army, you know, training, we're talking... We're talking the real stuff here, and we're not talking about, you know, shipping out some divisions to a, a land far, far away. We're talking defending the home frontier. We're talking daily basis. We're talking missile attacks. We're talking terrorists popping out of tunnels. We're talking about about enemy, hostile enemy armies aligned up on our borders, ready to descend upon us. So our army's training. Is, is for the real thing, and they know that there's a good chance within the time of their service they're going to be using this training against, against real live bad guys, which we are unfortunately surrounded by. God help us, which he will. So th there's another major initiative going on. It was tested recently under a pilot program with Elbit Systems. We've got a company here that, that works on, uh, on high-tech warfare systems. You know, the, the, the sighting things, the laser sighting things on the, on the rifles and all kinds of stuff that I can't talk about because I don't know about them because they don't tell us about them because they're top secret. So the, they're, they're this, this, uh, this initiative... Which, which is being tested is the the is an advanced mission training center for multi echelon integrated brigade training and and it's interesting the the Israel's seventh brigade was the first ever Israeli army brigade to train on the MTC the mission training center in a recent three day combined arms e exercise that was uh, that was aimed at again at, at enhancing our readiness for these very complex combat scenarios the the seventh brigade that's the that's the famous tank brigade you know from the from from the from the six day war and very famous historic i'm sure you've read about it heard about it well they're they're not just the old timers driving the old antique tanks that have all been retired they're the first to be training in this in this high tech advanced mission training center it was the first time officers said that the idf infantry armor artillery, combat engineering, and other elements participated in a computer-generated combined arms battle 
with support from combat aircraft, helicopters, UAVs, you know, unmanned drones, uh, forward observation units, and more. They, they, they used to do this like once a year, but it was the real thing, and it, 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 it cost a fortune, and they, they had to coordinate bringing all these, these real units. Well, now they're able to do this massive exercise of all the various branches of the IDF on a simulated battlefield. It, it, incredible. It, it's a, developed and deployed in less than five months at a base in southern Israel. The Elbit MTC marks a revolution in the world of simulators, said Shalev. It's the first time since the establishment of the IDF that we've been able to train from pr- platoon all the way up to brigade level in live operational scenarios with many other elements integrated into the training. This is a world we have not yet learned. Massive. We're talking like the equivalent of training like thousands of soldiers in an exercise together. You know, Air Force, tanks, artillery, and drones. And, and it's a, you know something that, that could not be achieved without the, uh, the wonders of Israeli high tech. So it's it, it's on loan to the IDF now, and and, and the uh, the army officer said that they hope and expect to receive funds in the upcoming five-year plan to make the facility a permanent fixture in their revamped training regimen. I mean, there's a chance that that, that America is going to get this get this technology before we can even afford it. But I, I I don't know. I don't think so. If we go to this capability, I plan to send three to five brigades there next year, each for five-day exercises and uh, to significantly enhance the, uh, our readiness. But uh, be- beyond the, the technology and the physical infrastructure, Shalev said that enhanced readiness ultimately depends on the frequency of quality training. And so, so they're, talking about, they're talking about really overhauling the entire training framework. Army. He said it starts with expanded training for conscripts, and we're talking basic training here, who beginning this month will spend a full year of their mandatory 32-month service in a combination of live and simulated exercises. So this is, this is you know, it used to be that the training... Of, of new recruits even had to be curtailed and be less than a year because we had to get them on the line because because we were using the army to do a lot of the of the management of the uh, of the problem that we have with the Palestinians and and we've been we've been converting turning more and more of that over to the police and the border police freeing up the army for what their traditional mission is and that's that's to fight wars like like to fight the real wars the big wars so so starting right now with the new guys coming in they're going to be having a full year of, of this expanded training in in a combination of live and simulated exercises and then and then extending to IDF combat essential reserve forces which for the first time since the establishment of the Jewish state have begun training for two full weeks once every three years so th- th- this this is new this is this is also a change you know we are we're basically a a people's army here uh, just about everybody under the age of like 40 or 50 is in the Israeli army and and the training has been shall we say spotty at best even though we, we tend to rise to the occasion the, the the training has been in need of an overhaul and maybe some some fine-tuning which which we're doing right now. 
Lieutenant General, uh, the, the, the final plans are uh, awaiting final approval by, by the Lieutenant General Gotti Eisenkot, who's the, the uh, relatively new IDF Chief of Staff. And then under this, this program, the Ground Forces Command is going to train fewer forces, but in a much more intensive manner. So, so starting this year, the, they say that the IDF is cutting tens of thousands of Miluimnikim reservists from the roster in order to free up resources for the much more intensive training of only those it intends to call up to war. They used to have, like, everybody's in the Army, and everybody gets called up for kind of half-ass training. But what we're going to do now is take lots and lots of the, of the kind of uh, excess baggage off the rosters of the Reserve Army and devote the resources to more intensely and intensively training the, the top-notch soldiers that we're actually going to, to need in a war. Uh, according to uh, Shalev, the revamped training program would essentially convert a not insig- insignificant number of reserve brigades to the level of active duty brigades. In other words, it's going to make these reserve brigades have equivalent training and readiness to actual active duty combat units ready for combat at very short notice they're still going to be like going to their regular jobs and they're not going to be in the army every day but they're going to be at a level of training and and combat fitness combat readiness the same level as the active duty soldiers so that at a moment's notice they could be called up boom into action the idf is based on its reserve forces And this is the first year that we're implementing a program to exploit the maximum from routinized and extended training, he said. So so under this this new plan, the the combat essential reservists are going to train in three-year cycles. Two weeks in the first year, one week in the second year, followed in the third year by either three weeks on, on active operational duty which will allow the Army to relieve active duty units, guides doing their Army service, to their own training, or one week of embedded co- cooperation with other combat disciplines. So, so once every three years, for three weeks, these, these, uh, these advanced, these super combat-ready, super-trained reserve units will go and they'll either work hand-in-hand with, an, with, a, with a, 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 current, a current active duty unit or they'll relieve an active duty unit so that the the active duty soldiers can refresh their training while while they're while they're on on permanent duty permanent service in the army and and Shalev Shalev cautioned that that the budget is not yet approved to implement this on a massive scale but but tens of companies and battalions have already begun training According to this schedule, he said we need to wait for final approvals. But but this chief of staff is dedicated to uh, to a, a new type and pace of training that that will put the IDF in an altogether different place than it has ever been before. He said. I guess you know. <laughs> I guess we're at the budget time of year now. You know. So uh, th- these kind of stories are coming out. That's that's why I got this story in my hands. The interviews and so on. But uh, hey. It's good. So that, that that's see that's what a central government is for, for defending the country, the health, the welfare, and the security of its people, of its citizens. And some other democratic governments in the West might might want to make a note of that in terms of of uh, of the essential state versus the uh, the eternal granny state.
Well, that, that'll wrap up this uh, part two of our Marty Roberts show focus on the IDF. Visit the website, martyrobertsblog.com there. Share the story. Share share the, the radio programs, the podcasts. Click on some of the advertising links. It helps us out. If you'd like to donate some money, there's buttons there. You can do it securely, which we would appreciate. Like us on, on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. There's buttons on the website, Marty Roberts blog, that, that you can do all those things on. And uh, we urge you to do it. MartyRobertsBlog.com. And we'll see you next time. And until next time, Marty Roberts in Israel. You got it. Shalom, shalom. Shalom.